0: The Arkansas Court of Appeals decided three cases on appellate practice this week. In Hammerlink v. Hammerlink, 2022, App. 89, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a joint custody award, but as to other issues of contempt, they were not appealable because there was no finality, so the appellate court dismissed them without prejudice. Judge Whitaker explained, In November 2020, the court entered its final decree of divorce. In the decree, the court decided issue of property allocation, including the division of the marital home and certain financial accounts. Regarding custody, the court awarded joint legal and fiscal custody, established a visitation schedule, forbade both parties from consuming illegal drugs, ordered Danielle to not consume alcohol during her visitation times with the children for a period of six months, and ordered her to enroll in a verifiable alcohol testing service for the same time period. Andrew filed a timely motion for reconsideration and new trial that was deemed denied 30 days later. Andrew then filed a timely notice of appeal. Andrew raises four arguments for reversal. First, he argues that the circuit court erred in awarding joint custody of the party's children. Second, he challenges the court's distribution of funds in certain financial accounts. Third, he claims that the court erred in awarding Danielle a 50% interest in the marital home. And finally, Andrew complains that the court erred in not awarding him any of the value of Danielle's business. Apart from the custody issues, however, we are unable to address Andrew's arguments because the divorce decree is not a final, appealable order. Rule 2A1 of the Arkansas Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil provides that an appeal may be taken from a final judgment or decree that is entered by a circuit court. For a decree to be final and appealable, it must dismiss the parties from the court, discharge them from the action, or conclude their rights to the subject matter in controversy. It must also put the court's directive into execution, ending the litigation or a separable part of it. We recently addressed a similar situation in Williams v. Williams, 2020 ARCAP 204. In Williams, the court entered a divorce decree that awarded custody and divided property, but it omitted mention of several pending contempt petitions. We affirmed the circuit court's decision regarding child custody. However, we dismissed the remaining issues for lack of a final order. Specifically, we noted that because contempt is not merely a collateral issue, like attorney's fees, a circuit court's order is not final and appealable when contempt issues remain pending. Because contempt issues remain pending in this case as well, we lack a final order as to all issues other than custody. Accordingly, we dismiss without prejudice Andrew's challenges to the circuit court's decisions regarding the division of the marital assets." The appellate court declined to reverse the custody award because it noted an appellate court will not reweigh the evidence. Arkansas Rule of Appellate Procedure Civil 2 provides An appeal may be taken from a circuit court to the Arkansas Supreme Court from 1. A final judgment or decree entered by the circuit court, 2. An order which in effect determines the action and prevents a judgment from which an appeal might be taken or discontinues the action, 3. An order which grants or refuses a new trial. 4. An order which strikes out an answer or any part of an answer or any pleading in an action. 5. An order which vacates or sustains an attachment or garnishment. 6. An interlocutory order by which an injunction is granted, continued, modified, refused, or dissolved, or by which an application to dissolve or modify an injunction is refused. 7. An interlocutory order appointing a receiver or refusing to wind up a pending receivership or to take the appropriate steps to accomplish the purposes thereof, such as directing a sale or other disposal of property held thereunder. 8. An order which disqualifies an attorney from further participation in the case. 9. An order granting or denying a motion to certify a case as a class action in accordance with Rule 23 of the Arkansas Rules of Civil Procedure. 10. An order denying a motion to dismiss or for summary judgment based on the defense of sovereign immunity or the immunity of a government official. 11 an order or other form of decision which adjudicates fewer than all the claims or the rights and liabilities of fewer than all the parties in a case involving multiple claims, multiple parties, or both, if the circuit court has directed entry of a final judgment as to one or more, but fewer than all of the claims or parties, and has made an express determination, supported by specific factual findings, that there is no just reason for delay, and has executed the certificate required by Rule 54B of the Rules of Civil Procedure. 12. An order appealable pursuant to any statute in effect on July first, nineteen 1979, including Art Code and Section 16-108-228, formerly Section 16-108-219, an order denying a motion to compel arbitration or granting a motion to stay arbitration, as well as certain other orders regarding arbitration. And Section 116 all orders in probate cases, except an order removing a fiduciary for failure to give a new bond or render an accounting required by the court or an order appointing a special administrator. And 13, a civil or criminal contempt order, which imposes a sanction and constitutes the final disposition of the contempt matter. End of quote. End of decision. In Jackson v. Iberia Bank, 2022, App 94, the Arkansas Court of Appeals dismissed an appeal because of a lack of a final order, because between the time of the opinion in an earlier appeal and issuance of the mandate, the trial court entered an order. The problem is the trial court lacked jurisdiction to do so until issuance of the mandate. Judge Hickson reasoned This court returns to our court after we dismissed it without prejudice for lack of jurisdiction. See Jackson v. Iberia Bank, 2020 ARC App 372, or Jackson 1. The Pulaski County Circuit Court entered an order attempting to cure the deficiency, and appellant Mark Jackson now appeals. We must again dismiss for lack of jurisdiction. In Jackson 1, citing Rule 2A1 of the Arkansas Rules of Appellate Procedure Civil, we stated that an appeal may be taken only from a final judgment or decree entered by the Circuit Court. We stated further that the summary judgment order entered by the Circuit Court failed to dispose of the claims against Kingridge and there was no accompanying Rule 54B certificate directing a final order as to fewer than all the claims or parties. Accordingly, in Jackson 1, we held that the order was not a final, appealable order and that we were barred from considering the appeal. We delivered Jackson 1 on September 2, 2020. On September 10, 2020, Iberia Bank filed in the Pulaski County Circuit Court a motion to dismiss its complaint against Kingridge without prejudice. On September 14, 2020, the Circuit Court entered an order granting the motion and dismissing the complaint against Kingridge with prejudice. On October 2, 2020, the Jackson 1 mandate was issued. Jackson filed a Notice of Appeal on October 2, 2020. The opinion noted that the mandate returns the case back to circuit court, and until that occurs, no party may obtain relief from the circuit court that is so intertwined with the primary litigation as to be a part and parcel of it. Here, the circuit court attempted to cure the deficiency of Jackson 1 and dismissed the outstanding complaint against Kingridge before our mandate had been issued the circuit court's relief was not a collateral issue. Therefore, the circuit court's September 14, 2020 order was entered without jurisdiction and is considered null and void. End of quote. End of decision. In Cooper v. Bryant, 2022, Arc App 90, the Arkansas Court of Appeals dismissed an appeal without prejudice because findings of fact and conclusions of law did not place the appellant on notice that a notice of appeal was necessary in a case where the notice of appeal was filed more than 30 days following their entry. The foregoing was not entitled judgment. The majority distinguished earlier Supreme Court precedent that if a notice of appeal is untimely, questions of finality need not be considered. Judge Vaught explained, The circuit court removed appellants as trustees of the trust, granted Horace a life estate, and awarded attorneys' fees to the appellees. This appeal challenges those rulings. However, we do not reach the merits of the appeal because Horace has filed a motion to dismiss the appeal, arguing that appellants failed to file a timely notice of appeal. Shelley and Annette have filed their own motions contending that any dismissal should be without prejudice because the order appealed from lacks finality. We conclude that the order appealed from lacks finality. We therefore dismiss the appeal without prejudice. The starting point is the party's disagreement over whether the circuit court's December 10, 2018 findings of fact and conclusions of law constitutes an appealable order. This analysis requires us to ask two questions. Was the document an order, and if so, was it appealable? We conclude that the Circuit Court entered an order instead of mere findings and conclusions. Supporting this conclusion is the Circuit Court's internal reference to its decision as an order, stating that Nancy should distribute all trust income accrued up to the date of the entry of this order to Horace. The court also dismissed appellate's counterclaim against Horace and concluded the decision with the words, It is so ordered, just above the judge's signature. End of quote. There were other issues, including demands for an inventory and accounting and a cross-claim for indemnity and and others. The opinion sought to harmonize Sloan v. Arkansas Rural Medical Practice Loan and Scholarship Board. Quote, it made sense in Sloan for the Arkansas Supreme Court to decline to reach the merits of whether the Rule 54b certificate in that case was sufficient to establish appellate jurisdiction because it had already determined that the notice of appeal from the order containing the Fi- Rule 54b certificate was obviously untimely. The finality issue was, therefore, essentially moot given the lack of jurisdiction resulting from the untimely appeal. While the rule that the court articulated in Sloan makes sense in that context, it does not make sense where, as here, the order in question lacked either a Rule 54B certificate or any other indicia of appealability that would have put the parties on notice that their time for filing a notice of appeal had started to run. We therefore distinguish Sloan from the case at bar. Here, the court's findings of fact and conclusions of law did not, on its face, triggered the clock to begin running on the appellant's opportunity to file a timely notice of appeal. The findings of fact and conclusions of law was not titled in order, was not accompanied by a judgment, and was glaringly non-final because it failed to dispose of multiple claims and parties. Therefore, it was insufficient to put the parties on notice that the time for filing an appeal had started to run. In fact, the record indicates that the appellants filed their notice of appeal Only when it later became clear that no subsequent final order would be forthcoming from the court. Judge Hickson, who is joined by Judge Verdon by a concurring opinion, added that the first question in this case was whether the findings of fact and conclusions of law are a judgment, decree, or order, because if the answer is no, there is no necessity of filing the notice of appeal. Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 52A1 states, If requested by a party at any time prior to entry of judgment, in all contested actions tried upon the facts without a jury, the court shall find the facts specially and state separately its conclusions of law thereon, and judgment shall be entered pursuant to Rule 58. This is a fairly elementary analysis. Step 1. Did a party request findings of fact and conclusions of law? Answer, yes. Step 2. If a party requested findings of fact and conclusions of law, how is the subsequent judgment to be entered? Answer, the judgment shall be entered pursuant to Rule 58. End of quote. Rule 58 provides that every judgment or decree shall be set forth in a separate document so there was no judgment requiring a notice of appeal. The fact that the trial court's findings and conclusions included the words, it is so ordered, does not change the result. In dissent, Judge Gruber wrote, I agree with the majority that this appeal must be dismissed. Where we part ways is that I believe case law requires the appeal to be dismissed with prejudice because it is untimely. The Supreme Court's opinion in Sloan v. Arkansas Rural Medical Practice Loan and Scholarship Board 369 Art. 442, is controlling here. Like this case, Sloan involved an untimely notice of appeal. The Supreme Court rejected the Sloan's motion to dismiss their appeal under Arkansas Rule of Civil Procedure 54B for lack of a final order, stating that the appellate court must first consider the jurisdictional issue related to the timeliness of the notice of appeal before it proceeds to the finality issue. End of quote. Chief Judge Harrison, Judge Klappenback, and Judge Brown joined in the dissent. End of decision.